0: Good morning, Trinity Youth. It's Monday, February 26th. This is Haley.
1: And Dave. And y'all, we have a guest on the show. We are super pumped about. Longtime youth volunteer, great friend of mine, one of my heroes, and one of the best youth leaders ever. True. He's a great looking guy too. Kyle Larson, everybody.
2: Wow. That that was quite an intro. I was not ready for that. And um also, I'm a little disappointed that there's no pre-banter. I felt like that was a big part of the podcast. This, this is it.
0: The, we're in the banter. This is the banter. You so you want that want was an introduction. B- that wasn't you banter. You want banter before introduction? Yeah, and
2: then you, you banter, theme
0: Well, then they'd be like, who song, is this mystery man? Banter,
1: like... theme song, introductions. Now, we, we have some things that we have standards on and consistency. Every now and again, we'll mix it up a bit.
2: Well, I appreciate the great show <laughs> and I'm happy to be here. <laughs> great. Yeah.
0: Well, Kyle, you have one of the most fun family dynamics I've ever seen. True. Y'all, all all of Trinity Youth ended up at, well, high school Trinity Youth ended up at Kyle's parents' house on our in-town retreat last year, and his mom gave us (laughs) advice that was just out of this world.
1: Hello, Kyle's mom.
0: She's wonderful. If you're listening.
2: Fan of the show. We love you. Friend of the show. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. (laughs)
0: Um, What would you say, you got to listen to this person your whole life. What is one rule or piece of wisdom you cling to as a kid that your mom gave you?
2: Man, there were so many things that my mom said and did. Uh, But before I share, I also want to call out, you know, my dad really lays the platform for who my mom is. Shout Shout out out to to dad. So My dad is incredibly stable, consistent, kind, and it gives a great space for my mom to be herself, which is a little off the wall, but often in your face and incredibly wise and discerning. So I, there were just so many things. And I'll, I'll say, though, the first thing that came to mind when I kind of saw this prompt was she once said, let other people deal with the weight of who you are. Huh. And when I was in high school, that was advice I really needed to hear because I was so consumed with what other people thought of me. Mm-hmm. And it really was a, a big shift in how I started to think about how I was behaving and how I was expecting other people to react to me. So uh, that was a very freeing piece of advice. Hmm. There was also a ton of other advice that whether it was <laughs> dating or school or excellence, baseball, you name it. Uh, she had a lot of great advice, but I would be remissant if I didn't bring up that my dad really was kind of the one who was consistently there, who offered a great counterbalance hmm. to her. Yeah, It's amazing. We told you,
1: this is an amazing man right here. Shout out oh, sure. to both parents. Um, well done. The weight of who you are. I got to sit with that. Um, cause yeah, speaking to the value that each one of us have and being reminded of that, I need to be reminded of that now, how much more when we're an adolescent, that's awesome.
2: It's um, hard. It's hard so, advice to live into as well. Yeah.
1: You well, got to trust, right? Yeah.
0: I would say we're also, I don't know if I'd include dates in that circle, but I think we're also pretty big personalities. I feel like we're both comfortable saying that. Do Wait, you agree? What?
2: Like,
0: do you think you're a big personality? I mean, May, Dave. Maybe. In, in a very different Yeah, you Dave's are. Dave's a
2: kind big personality. <laughs> yeah,
0: but I think you and I might just like say things like really directly sometimes.
2: It wouldn't be a Trinity podcast if I didn't bring up the Enneagram. And like being an Enneagram 8, I feel like there's a lot of that forced nature. And, and I was always so concerned about hurting people's feelings or overstepping. And it mm. often caused me to overthink uh-huh. and say uh-huh. things I didn't mean or overreact and apologize. And uh, that piece of advice, it took a long time. It's still something I think about. The fact that it was the first thing that Mm. came up uh, says it's still something that's very real to me.
0: Sure. Well, and on the flip side, I'm like an overly expressive two. Enneagram two, which is like (laughs) helper, like so kind, like want to be there for everyone, but also feels everyone's emotions and my own on top of that. And so in like a very different way, it's not like I was like too direct, but it's like I feel so many things for you, for me, for everyone. Can I, Is this too much for everyone around me? Should I dial it back? Do you want to be with me on hard days? Do you not? I'll push you away. Like very different ways I feel what you're saying. And Dave, I'm sure you do too. I didn't mean to leave you out of the bunch.
1: I, I'm just curious about this description as big personality equals being very abrasively direct. No,
2: that's I'm why I said you're, you're, kind, you're a kind big personality. Taking, There's
1: abrasively I, direct I'm, personality. I'm taking some umbrage here. Your
0: personality is like big fun. N-
1: not that's an, what an argument. It. Big fun, yeah. Big to fun. have to be a big personality, <laughs> just the definition of it is just curious. Just that was curious. her definition.
0: <laughs> Maybe I'll edit it in the show notes. Who knows? But-
1: well... Welcome, everybody, to the Trinity Youth Enneagram podcast. That was good banter. That was
2: good. (laughs) We got our banter in. That's good. I feel like we can move on now. Um,
1: Oh, oh, Kyle, that's so good. And it must be difficult um, to be a direct person who is actually usually right. Yeah, (laughs) okay. To know how to balance, like, I actually am gifted to see things Mm -hmm. correct. And this is going to filter later on when we get to the idea of the golden rule, right? that you, you have a gift, I've been around you. You can analyze the situation, see it really well. Um, and I've heard before that, um, you can say a true thing, but it's not about the truth, that the method of delivering the truth is the message, not the truth itself. Um, that's some wisdom that I picked up along the way. Have you experienced that?
2: I, I think one of the interesting things about discernment and a little bit of what you said is that the real secret to sharing advice with people and discerning something in their lives is actually the patience of knowing when they'll receive it Yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah. working through that with them. And I think I've always come out just so direct and been like, this is you. This is what's going to happen. And call me when I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not doing life with people. That's yeah. not the golden rule, which I know we're going to talk about. Um, yeah. And so really it's about being deeper with people and spending the time and letting them process it, yeah. letting them live into it, and then being there to support them through that journey while still having a voice of whether it be warning or praise mm. to help them navigate something. But yeah. for me, in my own development, that patience piece is still such a challenge when I'm like... it's oh, a huge challenge. I can see... Uh, <laughs> I had a boss who wants to talk about I can about, see the
1: cliff you're about to go off of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my But unless you want to turn back, I can't force you.
2: I had a, a boss who said there's iq which Mm -hmm. is like Mm -hmm. knowing what's next intelligence yeah there's eq emotional intelligence which is what's seeing what's ahead and then there's integrated intelligence which is seeing around a corner oh wow and it's the combination of the two and i've thought about that as a lot in terms Mm -hmm. of how you can help people navigate where they are in their own journey if you're able to see Mm -hmm. around that corner how do you help them see the steps see ahead and then hopefully peek around a corner before something bad happens or prepare them for something good that's going to happen in their lives.
0: Yeah, but it's learning that, like, I'd rather be present with you than be right about things. Like, I'd rather be able to present in your life than have been right and you've been angry and just left because you're so mad at Mm.
1: me. Oh, we say that with our kids all the time. Mm. Would you rather be kind or right? (laughs) Um, I know. That's a tough one. But, uh, yeah, man, this is great. We didn't even intend to go to all these places, but wherever you're listening, if you're by yourself, if you're in the car, if you're a family listening together, this applies so well. Because I know if you're if you're a student out there, you I'm sure you get into this with other friends, a teacher, with your parents, this idea of like, I I probably understand somewhere what you're telling me is right, I'm just not quite ready to receive it. And the other way, sometimes like, if you're a student listening as well, you have things that you want to tell people, tell your parents, like, why don't you understand this? And people are like rubber bands, all right? We're meant to be stretched, but if you stretch someone too much, too soon, if they're not warmed up, you snap. And uh, we all know what that is. Um, and so it's this this golden rule is about um, loving the person first, bringing the truth in a way that is going to be heard. And that's an art, that's something we learn as we go.
0: Said a lot about it. I'm gonna go ahead and read it. Let's <laughs> read work?
1: the golden rule, everybody. So okay. this is uh, it's from Matthew, and Haley's gonna read it.
0: Yeah, we're in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount. If you've been with us, she says, I'm talking, saying like, this is like Jesus is like few chapters like going on there's a things to say it's here. And so we're going to look at Matthew 7:12. Jesus says, "In everything, do to others as you would have them do to you, for this is the law and the prophets." I'll read it one more time, it's kind of short. Yeah. "In everything, do to others as you would have them do to you, for this is the law and the prophets." This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, thanks, be, thanks be to, to God. God. All right, y'all. This feels super normal to me, like super kind of pre-K, elementary. Mm. Like, I feel like I grew up being like, treat people how you want to be treated. That was like, like a rainbow of over in my classroom, and it sparkled, you know. <laughs> um, it doesn't feel super crazy nowadays. It feels like something everyone's told Dave. Like you might know more, or even Kyle. But like in the context, was this kind of crazy, or was this like, oh yeah, Jesus, we know. Like, how would people hearing this feel about this?
1: Um, yeah, this was revolutionary. And this whole section of the Sermon on the Mount. As a reminder, Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7. If you have one of those red-letter Bibles, it is just bleeding red for three straight chapters. And this is coming to the end of it. Um, Jesus says something curious here that if you read it fast, you're like, it oh, sounds like bible talk. He, he says what we're used to hearing the Golden Rule and then says, this sums up the law and the prophets. And when he says that, what that's talking about, the law is what Hebrew people would have referred to as the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Genesis Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, the Torah. And then the prophets was the rest of the Old Testament. So it's a way of saying all of God's revealed word, scripture, you can boil it all down to this. But the curious thing is if you read, um, if you've read the Old Testament, if you've read Leviticus and some of these laws, you see some that seem to be more like crime and punishment. Like you do this, like eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Um, And so Jesus is really summing this all up and revolutionizing it and taking the law and the prophets Um, to where God was heading all along, that um, mercy triumphs over judgment, which you see in the prophets, and he's bringing that out. Um, And so for these folks, yeah, I think it would have been uh, revolutionary to hear. He also says in other places, um, a new command I give you, love one another. Like, why why would it be new to love one another? And in that sense, Jesus is actually turning love into a verb, not just like a feeling you have. So People were hearing Jesus and saying, These sound familiar, but it's awakening something in me that um, feels like this is the image of God in me. Um, so, one curious thing that we'll get to, and I'll leave it at this what Jesus is also doing here is saying, You cannot live out this life of faith by yourself. I heard, um, I have a friend who is from an atheist perspective, and he said, Well, you could just say it the other way. It's just don't do to others what you wouldn't want them to have to you done to you. And that's like the negative golden rule. Mm-hmm. I've heard it said that way, but it's not the same thing because well, yeah, that, cause it's right? like,
0: okay, I'm not gonna, I mean, I don't know. I'm not gonna steal your purse or buy, like, I'm not gonna like, yeah, bless you. I, I'm not going like, to exactly. do a kind thing to you. I don't like have to live proactively. I'm just living on defense, like making sure I don't hurt All
1: someone. defense. You could, you could end up in a place where you just totally go ISO right. and, and wall yourself off. Isolated. Ins- just for yeah. if
0: people don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, so I forget if I got that from like sports lingo, like whatever. Um, so yeah, so the golden rule, one of the revolutionary things also is Jesus is just saying, you can't do this alone. You have to proactively go love other people, or that's what I'm calling you to, to follow me, is to do unto others, is to, like, y- y- this is sums up everything, <laughs> the law, the prophets, all of God's revealed word. Go love other people as you would be loved. So
2: that's a little background for you. Just something to add to the background. You have a on. lot of biblical background but we also have to remember that this is in the context of the Roman Empire. yeah, And an incredibly self-serving laws built around like a strong patriarchy and men who could really do whatever they wanted without repercussions, whether it be yeah. divorce, kill their own children based on shame, mm. and like very much this uh, honor culture mm. that was really built around the self-promotion of the men in that culture. And yeah. so Jesus talking about this to this crowd Beyond just the biblical context, for anybody who wasn't familiar with the law of the prophets, would have found this really alarming to share.
1: Yeah, I, we can't stress enough what Haley said rainbow sparkles on the wall in pre K. This was not normal in the context. There may have been the Hebrew people, maybe a bit of understanding of God being one of, of steadfast love, but the Romans for sure, no, like they would celebrate. Um, being conquerors, like people we call villains today <laughs> that are dictators, they'd be like, no, no, that's the ideal. Like it's to wrap our minds around that is what was celebrated. Um, we, we just, guys, we can't get away from the fact that the world we live in today is just soaked in the story of Jesus. So many things we take for granted. So yeah, it's revolutionary.
0: Mm. Well, yeah. Kyle, when you hear the golden rule, people, people how you want to be treated what comes to mind for you? Like, is it easy? Is it difficult? And like your own life, how have you found this to be?
2: Yeah, I mean, the golden rule, a little bit of what we're dancing around is feels super straightforward. Mm-hmm. feels very intuitive, something we hear a lot. I hear from an early age and even reiterating it and preparing for this. I've realized how little I've actually thought about it and what it means mm-hmm. because it is so commonplace. Um, and as I've gotten older, it's the cliches or the things you hear the most frequently that are probably the deepest if you really dig into them. And so as I was thinking about the golden rule, I kind of saw two things that are in play that I'd love to talk about, and I'm going to do my best to explain a framework around this of more of what it isn't than what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, we love so, a framework. Come on, I, I'm go. a big framework guy. Uh, Just a position. So <laughs> vocab for the day. So. For those who don't know what a framework is, it is a visualization of a complex subject that allows people who maybe don't completely understand it to understand. I use them a lot because I am generally um, not the smartest person in the room, and it helps me contextualize what's going on. So for this, if you have a piece of paper, Mm. I don't know if anybody has paper. but Get it (laughs) out. It out, get it know. out or just follow along. Open a note.
1: Unless draw with you're your driving. Finger. <laughs> Unless
2: you're driving. Uh, just like then, you do. then just
1: follow along. Then pull out. over now because you don't want to miss this. <laughs> yeah.
0: Or get to school safely while you listen. Do what you got to do. Keep going, Kyle. Go.
2: So draw a line straight across. And that line um, from left to right represents the love of self. And draw a line up and down through that. And that line would represent the love of others. So you're making so, a big plus yeah, sign. Big plus, plus sign really four boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from left to right on love of self is low to high. So on the left side is a low love of self. Um, and then bottom to top, low love of self at the, or low love of others at the bottom, high love of others at the top. Okay. So I'm going to go through math, these. Math
1: talk, y'all. Our x-axis is low love of self to high love of self. Yes. The y-axis Low love of others, high love of others. Yeah, Ugh, Haley's giving me a
2: face, but some of you are I living this right now. And, and y'all so are going to love this because if you listen to what <laughs> the golden rule is, there's really two things to love. If you, you know, treat others or love yeah. others the way that you want to be loved. Mm-hmm. You can't love others well if you don't love yourself well. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that balanced love of self, you'll never really fulfill what this law is. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, I want to go through this yeah. really quickly. And if we're in the top left box, top left quadrant, mm-hmm. um, that's high love of others, low love of self. Mm-hmm. What this looks like, and I'll just say this was me in high school, was uh, what I'm calling like cheap words and service. Mm-hmm. Where you're doing things and saying things, ultimately hoping for a return, hoping mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. people will do something to validate your feelings, mm-hmm. do something that will say, wow, Kyle's really nice or like give you the compliment back, kind of fishing for compliments, fishing for service. That's high love of others. People feel like yes. they're being loved, but really it's not a representation of who you are because yeah. there's like it's almost, selfish love. Almost a
1: string attached. Like, there's a string attached. I'm giving you a compliment,
2: but really it's... It's so, so you'll re- love me, please. Reciprocate goodness. something. Yeah. More math words. Reciprocal. Yeah. And, and I'll just say this is, this is the space I was in in yeah. high school where my mom gave me the let other people deal with uh, the weight of who you are. Yeah. yeah. Because I was so consumed. I was loving others, and I'm putting kind of air mm-hmm. quotes around that. But really, I was trying to find roundabout ways to love myself and validate myself yes. through other people's words. Sure. Which makes sense. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna jump to the bottom right quadrant oh, man. really quick. All oh, you visual people, yeah. This us. is <laughs> yeah. I did this with my wife last night. She was like, "Why would you drop jump to the bottom right?" I'm like, "Just wait for me." All to right. get there. I'm gonna go in the mind palace.
1: Bottom right, high love of self, low love of
2: others. Absolutely.
1: Great job. Yes. Okay. So our the former mind math teacher. Let's go. We're in quadrant. <laughs> Four, technically, on the Cartesian plane. Oh my God. <laughs> Come on, geography. Team. I should have known Geo- this was Geometry. The direction. This was <laughs> right. So, we're in the bottom right square. <laughs>
2: for those much more simple, like myself. Um, and as Dave mentioned, this is a high love of self, low love of others. You can still do good things for other people and love them, but ultimately, it's in a self promoting way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. This is generally comes off a little more arrogant and is a behavior that uh, ultimately. Is a little harder to represent love, but is really about yourself, and you're not even concerned about other people. You're willing to do things mm-hmm. as long as there's a benefit. Mm-hmm. So, both of those quadrants, the top left and the bottom right, are selfish types of love. Mm-hmm. I'll call out the low love of self, low love of others. You mentioned iso- bottom isolation. Left. Bottom yeah. left is isolation. Yeah. And for those listening, you know this is um, a space I don't want to spend too much time on, but would encourage you. If you're a part of Trinity Youth or part of a church, definitely talk to somebody mm-hmm. about this. This is a really challenging place and something that I know a lot of the youth who um, kind of are in the country today struggle mm-hmm. with, of like, yes. how do I love others? How do I love myself? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just kind of leave that space. But really but,
1: the time. Top... I think that is important Yeah. to just camp on it just one more second. Because when we're in that space, for me, I'm feeling so low on myself that I think how much value could I actually offer to other people? And I'm just reminded, I've seen so many people be in a really tough spot um, when they're in grief or mourning or something tough has happened. And even in that, um, they're still able to be a huge blessing to other people. And it's actually sometimes as a reminder of like, I I do have worth and value, but I get it. Like the natural reaction would be like, I need to feel safe right now. So I'm going to go to an isolated place. But um, man, if you're there, um, one of the bravest things you can do is let someone know we're here for that.
2: And letting somebody know is a step towards loving yourself. It is. Yeah. It truly is. Always takes a step. But I do want to jump
1: to
2: the golden rule quadrant. The high love of self, high love of others. Um, I think that this is really interesting. And um, as I mentioned, like genuine love means that you love yourself enough where you're going to do something or say something to someone where you're expecting nothing in return because you are confident enough in your identity. Mm -hmm. You love yourself enough that you're not doing it for any sort of return feeling, mm-hmm. return compliment, or self-promotion. Mm-hmm. That's a really challenging space and one that I believe you can move into without Jesus, but you can stay in with Jesus. Mm-hmm. People can demonstrate mm. all of these things. At no point or in no single day are you permanently in one of these boxes. True. I'd say a day is... I think that's important to say. Yeah, Because there yeah. can be
1: stress about, like, well, I got to stay here now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think in a day you can bounce around this mm-hmm. and, and any moment... But the hope is that with walking with Jesus over time, that more and more of, I'll just say, like your dots mm-hmm. of a day, the moments in your day where you're loving yourself and others, hopefully those are growing. More and more of those end up in that top right quadrant of representing the golden rule. Mm-hmm. So, I know that was a lot. Um, apparently, we could potentially do show notes. I'm happy to put us. <laughs> we put want a, to see it. A picture. I want to know if we anyone can.
0: is. Ben is amazing. Ben on comp's team. If you ever Shout listen to out. this, Ben's amazing. Show notes can happen. Send me what you need. Perfect. Put it in a Google Drive. I'll link it. If whatever. anyone
1: out there is drawing this, we would love to see it.
2: It would just
0: send us your photos. Kyle would be
2: so blessed <laughs> too. Yeah, but I, I know that was a longer answer to, like, what comes to mind. But it's really, helpful. last yeah. night I was on a walk, and I was thinking, I was like, well, this is simple. And so sometimes when I'm stuck mm-hmm. on something, it's easier for me to think what isn't something to learn what it is. And yeah. that was kind of the process I went through.
0: That's beautiful. Thanks for taking the time to yeah, do that, too. I mean,
2: Y'all, I wish you could see Kyle's journal right now. We just got his journal. And
1: it is about 90% through the journal, which means he uses that thing. This is a, re- a reflective man.
2: There's um, a page on here, this is my work journal, and there's a page on here where I wrote blah, blah, blah. So clearly that was a fun meeting.
0: Yeah, my journal will go from, like, my deepest thoughts, my poetry, me journaling to God, to, like, nerd scores. So, I get yes. it.
1: I don't have a page that says my poetry. I'll work on that.
0: Well, yeah, I can talk about that. But some Yeah. Yeah. I definitely have.
2: I, I've written poems, too, just so you know. They're generally dark, so I don't share them
0: Oh, my, Mine are, like, my darkest thoughts, too. People, <laughs> yes. I, I have a vlog that some friends, like, ping whenever I upload things to it. I don't always post things everywhere. People yeah. will be like, are you good sometimes? I'm like, that <laughs> poem was like, yeah. So I get it. Um,
1: we well, all were so yeah. glad you're with us today on this journey. Again, we're still, we're on the Lent journey, and this totally connects. Even the Golden Rule something that comes across as, oh, that's just, that's love. That's love and rainbows and sparkles. Um, It feels like that, but it is difficult to walk out, um, because the idea of how do I walk into that upper quadrant, as Kyle's talking about, um, secure in the fact that I am valuable, I am loved, that I have enough um, in myself, enough sense of my own security, enough enough of my own significance, that I can actually give that to other people without needing it returned. And Kyle, I was just wondering, where do you find that? How are you able to exist in that quadrant, you know? Giving of yourself, knowing that you have significance. And I know we're not there all the time, but like how would you, would you leave us with a practice or a challenge for how we can live this out in a way that we feel, you know, I'm good. I can walk in there and give some love to others.
2: I I think this is such a personal journey that it's hard to give like specific advice. So a couple thoughts um, that might seem unrelated but have helped me in my own journey. One is just learn to be really curious about people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, ask, yeah, and learn to ask great questions.
0: How do you learn that?
2: Mm-hmm. Practice. <laughs> um, I, I mean, why is a really simple one when you're in a deeper mm-hmm. conversation. And, yeah. and really the biggest piece, I would say, in high school, and it's incredibly challenging, is to fight beyond the surface, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. fight beyond questions like, you know, why did you get those shoes or what did you what do you what what are you doing? Those sorts of things and really try to ask people about themselves. Mm-hmm. You can also another way and, and something that's really blessed me is pray for the ability pray that God gives you the ability to see other people's gifts and mm-hmm. then call it out in them. Well wow. everyone's gifted in something and, and there's something really amazing about looking at Dave say mm-hmm. sitting here next to me and saying like Dave you exude so much joy and that's such a gift like your boundless energy that is something that um, all of us can pray into and and move into the second thing and this is not directly related but it, it does go back to uh, my mom and, and her advice is start documenting wise things you hear and say mm-hmm. um, yeah where do you do that I have Evernote. They just jacked the price up $30, so I'm going to be switching. Dang. Oh. Uh, Evernote. Yeah, that's on like an anti-advertisement. Yeah. Yeah. That, is, that, is, that is my anti-advertisement. Yeah, by, uh, they
0: are not supporting this podcast. <laughs> not brought to you by...
2: So, moving forward, this podcast is brought to you by Apple Notes, which are free. Hey, uh, Apple just released a journal app, too. Yeah,
0: oh, they right. automatically downloaded it. Yeah, I just saw it. It was like the, when they put ago. that one album on your uh-huh. phone, it felt like that. So, tons
2: YouTube. of tools. Don't go u on me now. Okay, okay, ton, okay, tons of tools out there, but anytime you hear something wise, I recommend writing it down. Taking the time, yeah. the discipline. I love flipping through it. I was really tempted to kind of flip through it, but actually, what I shared about... Uh, letting other people deal with the weight of who you are came to mind. So I didn't great. have to go look, but I have mine. I started mine my sophomore year of high school. Mm-hmm. I still have all of that advice from yeah. sophomore, college into adulthood. Wow! And then the third and just living into it is I would say, if somebody does something that makes you feel good, where you feel loved, just go do the same thing <laughs> for somebody else. Right. It's a really copy-paste. simple copy paste. Yeah. Um, and everyone's got to find their own flavor of what their love looks like. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the compliments y'all gave me about like discernment and speaking into mm-hmm. people's lives. Like that's something I didn't realize until people started telling me mm-hmm. that you're a good encourager.
0: Well, it sounds like you prayed for it from what you just said. So I, inadvertently, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't right, intentional.
2: But... but I would say those are three three things. Uh, but if I could say one thing that's really transformed my life, that's super simple. It's that documenting wisdom. Hmm. It's well. incredibly easy, and the number of times I've been stuck in a situation not sure what to think, mm. and I've just started scrolling. I mean, this thing is, I think I transitioned it to a Word document a couple years ago. It was over 150 pages long. Wow. Mm.
1: Um, Yo, Kyle is right now with his hands scrolling. Hand scrolling. He's hand scrolling with his pointer finger, by the way. Um, so I'm, he may not be Gen Z because I'm, he's, I'm he's, like he's not that. using his thumb. He's, wow. Yeah, I'll, I'll put my cheaters down next. <laughs> oh my gosh. Th-
2: those are that's
1: glasses
0: amazing. for those of you who don't know what
2: that
1: means. <laughs> um, Goodness. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Kyle, thank you.
0: Yeah, Kyle, um, so good to have you on today. Trinity Youth, we want to see your wisdom docs. We'll follow back up in a couple months, see how they're going. But...
1: We, we want to pray courage for you to go out and do. Like, that's the golden rule. Do unto right. others. Do one thing. See how it feels. Yeah.
0: And the hack there is that it'll feel good. It'll feel great. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you don't even got to think about it. Just go do it. Go love someone. Uh, well, Trinity Youth, you know that we love you. And as always... Peace be, be with, you. with you, Kyle. Kyle,
1: you missed the cue. I didn't. T- I,
0: it wasn't in I'm the sorry. script, to be fair.
1: <laughs> we'll just put this in the post-credit banter. <laughs> the post-credit banter. That's perfect. <laughs>
0: you dropped so much wisdom. It didn't even go throughout the script. You were you were in there. It was great.